Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Alba Cortuna. Is that my new name? It's your new name, Alba Cortuna. It's after the fish. Trish wants to know what she's stumbled into with the soup. Oh, that's my A Week 180 uh, dust. That's um dust soup. Yeah, it's dust soup. It's it's chicken. good actually. Yeah, I like it. I, I I jazz it up and make it painful, so it, I wince. But it's a uh, chicken dust and um, a few pieces of pasta in there. So that's that. And then I have one vegetable to whack out. I already ate an avocado last night, but I think I'm going to eat another one tonight. You're only supposed to have one avocado a week, sir. No. Because... I'm getting spinached out. I know that a lot of the carbs that are in there... Well, I could bake you some more radishes. You liked those yesterday. No. My baked radishes. You said you did. I know. I you was basking. You said you liked them. You said you liked them. You can dip them in a, your approved barbecue sauce. Or your approved mustard. Should we talk about the biggest single pussy in the face of the earth? And it's, sure. Believe it or not, it's not me. It's not? This is this is this is sharp elbows. Don Rickles, Alice Attic, that has been showing up for the last like month. It's very interesting to me. Okay. Very interesting. Hmm. You don't leave anything on the table. It's intriguing. Remember? Well, you started it by saying it's not you. I thought that was like I was buying into your. Bit. What do you mean? I thought I was buying into your bit that you were doing where you're the biggest pussy on the face of the earth. I'm not. I'm not. Oh. That's not. No, that's not this bit. But, but I've noticed you. I'm. <laughs> Okay. Uh, How you feeling? How spicy is your soup you made yourself over there? Um, it's any Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce in there? There actually isn't in this one. There is um, two other things. The Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce is a little bit too hot for me to start speaking um, right after I eat it because okay. I'm putting the fire out. It's hot. Some things in life, Alice, are hot. Am I hot? I mean, obviously, I'm hot. <laughs> All right. Biggest pussy in the world. Not Tom Shattuck. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's from the Insider magazine. 
My wife is bisexual and non-binary, and my daughter is transgender. My queer family helped me better understand myself and my masculinity. This guy is named Noah Berlatsky. You should take a look at him if you'd like to. Is this camera on? Forget it. Mm-hmm. Just look him up. He's looks like... He's a creep. Yeah. He looks like... A, yes. He says, first my daughter came out as transgender, then my bisexual wife came out as non-binary. As the only non-queer person in the family, I often feel left out by their shared experience. But my queer family has taught me a lot about myself and how masculinity can be less restrictive. My 19-year-old daughter last month invited her mother to see the queer comedian Chris Fleming. My wife was thrilled. Our daughter still lives with us, but she often communicates in brief grunts as she scurries down to her basement lair, emerging only to let in friends and forage for chicken nuggets. She doesn't often include us in her social plans. You are hip and happening with the kids, I told my wife. She rolled her eyes, but I could tell she was pleased. I was not invited on this excursion because I wasn't a fan of Fleming. My wife has tried to explain his appeal. He's so funny. My wife and daughter's love for Fleming is rooted in another commonality. They're both queer. My daughter is transgender, and my wife is bisexual and non-binary. As the boring cisgender, straight guy in the family, I just don't get some aspects of queer culture. I try to take interest, but your demographic destiny sometimes rears up and says, psst. But I'm grateful to be outnumbered in my family by the other demographics. When you share a family with queer people, you understand your understanding of love becomes more expansive, as does your understanding of yourself. <clears throat> my wife is a resource for my daughter. Our daughter came out as bisexual in middle school. In high school, she reassessed and came out as trans and lesbian, which means so she's So just what? to be clear, yes. trans daughter means this is originally a boy, correct? Correct. So first came boy out as bisexual. came out as bisexual, yeah. and then he decided... He's actually a girl who still likes women. Correct. Which makes him a... Lesbian. No. A straight man. Correct. <laughs> right. <laughs> Often when families, even supportive ones, discover their children are queer, they feel like it's a loss. Let me guess. He's better than that? There's a loss in the past because the child you thought you knew isn't who you thought they were. And there's a loss of the future because society is, in many ways, a homophobic garbage fire. And queer people face discrimination in many professions. But we didn't view her coming out as a loss. Instead, we saw a lot of upsides. My wife was better positioned to appreciate those than some parents. My wife has known she's bisexual since she was in middle school in northwestern Indiana, though she was heavily and miserably closeted until college. Mm. It's been a relief for... That seems to happen to a lot of college students as they discover they've been closeted for a long time uh, as bisexual women. It's been a relief for her and a validation that our daughter felt comfortable coming out at home in school. My daughter is confident. She's happy. She has queer friends who sometimes pass through on their way to the basement lair and stop to talk about Fleming, tattoos, and queer art they're making, or the queer anarchist collectives they're living in. My wife was a queer young person, and now she's able to be a resource for other queer young people, especially our daughter. That's not a loss. That's a win. My daughter coming out also as trans prompted my wife to think about her own gender. She's since come out as non-binary, though she's retained she her pronouns. So else. So wait, if you're non-binary and you still use she/her pronouns, what does that mean? I, it means the, that these people <laughs> are incredibly interesting people. They're incredibly <laughs> interesting. I can picture him drinking red wine. And so she came out and she discovered that she too was non-binary. These. This does is. Does that a- just mean that you're a woman who's like a little bit masculine? Like, what does that even mean to be? What does it mean to be non-binary but still go by she/her and all that stuff? 
Well, what does it mean to wear, uh, you know, and you know, in onyx earrings? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. Right, it's just another accessory. It doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> notice something interesting about me. I'm interesting now. I'm interesting now. And I mean, that's what that's all this is. I mean, this guy, this, these parents are obviously insane. This guy's the biggest pussy in the world, mm-hmm. and some kind of eunuch. And everybody in this family is nuts. And they're just making pretend, and they made a family thing to make pretend. And he has long since ago seen mm-hmm. it being a father or husband. Instead, he has uh, he has allowed himself to be just an... If this is the same Noah Barlotsky, he's also written extensively on why stigma against um, minor-attracted people makes it harder to prevent child abuse. That sounds just about right. So... So it's it's always this eye towards just googling him right now. It's always the default has to be empathy and sympathy, especially for the wretched. Mm-hmm. You know, we empathize and sympathize so much with the queer, non-binary, uh, minor attracted, right people <laughs> that we are. Some my wife is one, and now my daughter is two, and they keep becoming more one. You see, we're so down with it. We're down with it. The Berlatskis are cool with it, guys. Okay, and minor attracted people. Everybody else is gonna judge you. We're not. <laughs> He's got very puffy hair. A lot of hair. Mm. He looks like um, Brinkman. Sam Brinkman Freed? Yeah. These days, aspects of my life that I might have been considered mildly gender nonconforming at some point um, in my existence are now things I get to share with the people I love the most. I'm not queer, but there's not. Why does he like saying queer so much? They're into that, like that's but this the guy's community's not queer. Like, Why does he that. love to say? I'm so down with it. By the way, see, I just say well, but queer. I do have like a friend on social media that um, her parents went to like some kind of protest against Trump or whatever, some stupid thing, and um, like her parents had a sign that was like, "We love our queer daughter." I'm not queer, but there's nothing like having a queer family to teach you that straight and or masculine honor is a burden that you can happily dispense. Well, I guess so. (laughs) Queer children can be a support for parents, queer and straight, if you let them be. When I appreciate my kid for being who she is, I can't help be more comfortable with who I am. My wife and my daughter taught me that. Maybe they'll even convince me one day that Chris Fleming is funny. I doubt it, but who knows? You shouldn't limit yourself. So in other words, What's this Chris guy Fleming? Is that a comedian. queer comedian. Yeah. So this guy, so this guy, in lieu of perform performing his role as a father, in other words, dude, you're not gender fluid and you like chicks <laughs> and let's cut this crap out. In lieu of performing his role as um, you're not bisexual and gender fluid, you're just a mom who's trying to live like the What kids. would you do if I all of a sudden one day was like, by the way, I'm non-binary and I use they, them pronouns and like got upset with you if you didn't use my new pronouns? You would have had to <laughs> gone, you would have had to have the kind of brainwashing <laughs> that I don't believe you could ever be subject well, to. Well, what if I was like, you know what? I've realized that all this time my like anti-LGBT stances have been like, because this is what the left thinks about all Republicans, right? Like Lindsey Graham, that mm-hmm. they're all like secretly closeted. Like I actually just had a lot of self-hatred because I'm closeted and I'm actually non-binary. I've told you before, like I am so glad there was none of this trans stuff when I was a kid because like I was a very 
weird kid who hung out with boys all the time and like i could easily have ended up getting yeah. tranced by like a well-meaning preschool teacher or something because I, I had no clue like i and i wasn't like into princess stuff or whatever i i was weird so i don't like like my i've read my preschool report cards <laughs> Like my mom still has them, and they're like, "Have you noticed how loud Alice's voice is?" And like how I didn't play normally with the other kids and stuff. Like I just, I think that. Hey, Phil, I'm gonna let our daughter in. Okay. Okay. Um, but I just think it's interesting that you know I could easily turn around one day and be like, you know what? I've decided I'm not actually. I'm just trans. Like I've just, I've made up my mind. I'm actually a deeply closeted trans person, and now you have to call me they them. Like I mean, the idea that anybody can just do that at any given time, and everybody has to go along with it, and there is like no questioning. I don't know like what my family would do. What a bizarre thing to like announce to your family. They have to call you something new now. It's so insane. So. This whole article about this guy and whatever, and um, you know, they he goes on to write all this stuff that uh, you know, it's taught him so much. I do feel slightly judged by my nearest and dearest for dressing badly and having the same predictable gender presentation I've always had. But I like my wife and I like my daughter, and it's pleasing to know they have common ground, right? So. That, I think, in essence, sums up why people do this stuff, why they announce that they decide that they're queer or non-binary or whatever it is. Like, people have a need to fit in, and especially disturbed adults have a need to fit in with children, which is weird. I was just saying, like, I feel like adults who announce this stuff um, when they're adults, and, like, if you read further down in the article here that that you sent by him, yep. where he says that... Um, he feels judged by his nearest and dearest for having the same predictable gender presentation he's always had. Like, doesn't that get at the essence of why yeah. like young people especially end up doing this? Dad, get a because tattoo you feel, as well. Come on. I know. I know. But I do think there's like something to adults who need to be validated by children being like slightly disturbing. Yes, of course it is. It's re it's precisely reverse vacuum. You can't have that. Yeah, no. We it's supposed it. to kid, go the other way. Yes, it's the kid needs guidance. This kid is begging to be set straight. To mm -hmm. be put on a, a... By the way, speaking of kids, your uh, son, Cyril, my mm -hmm. dearest, red-headed yes. angel. He was difficult at karate today. He's in... Oh, really? He's in where? Five Dragons, by the way, in Amesbury. Fantastic karate place. He is... is Amesbury or Salisbury? Sal uh, I think it's Amesbury. Okay. He is in the bathroom downstairs. He has requested your presence. Oh, really? I offered my services. He's not interested. <laughs> Are you sure he's not interested? Yes. What would you do if something happened to me? I have done it. When you when it's been absolutely out, I have done I have done the wiping. <laughs> yes. Okay. What if I what if something happened to you? I get five hundred thousand dollars, first of all. <laughs> so you'd hire somebody to wipe his butt? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> So my feeling on this guy is that he has decided, and Alice was just saying this, he has decided uh, that instead of being a dad, instead of doing the hard work of what he wants to do, he's doing something that strokes his ego. Instead of doing the stuff, the tough stuff, like be a husband and be a dad. And believe me, I'm not a good husband or dad, but uh, I'm not this guy. I mean, I certainly, but there's no way, there's no way that I would let my kids have these stupid notions of make-believe and make dumb decisions like this. And just show that they're just either pining for attention 
or they're uh, they're mentally ill. And it's, I'm not going to celebrate that my kid's mentally ill. I mean, I, I won't lo- ever stop loving my kid, but I'm not going to affirm craziness. It's, it's ridiculous. Everybody knows this is all BS in almost all cases. In some cases, I'm sure it's not, but this is all BS. And this guy who's writing about this, it's, he's writing about this, his wife and child. I mean, at some point, and I realize that I may not be the one to preach about uh, what to make public and what not to make public, but this is pretty damn drastic. There will be a point, or there could be a point, <clears throat> that, I'm just saying that this guy who's writing about this, there could be a point that the 19-year-old decides to stop craving attention or decides to not be mentally ill anymore and says, uh, Dad, why? Why did you tell everybody? But right now, it's all about attention. That's why he's writing about his own family like this. That's why they're saying, Dad, you can tell the world, because it's all about attention. That's all this is. It's love me, find me interesting. Right, like Catherine Clark's kid, too. Yes. Oh, it's so I'm so sick of it, too. I'm so sick of it. I, the, the, the girl today at the store where I was at, she's, mm-hmm. she has the whole thing going with the thing going with the short hair and the... Yeah. And the, and the purple thing and the nose ring and the gauge thing. And I'm like, you know, I know for a fact that mm-hmm. no young woman wants to be that. Or almost none really want to be that. They no. want to be beautiful and feminine and loved. There's just something going on that makes a kid mess right. up. And or act you up. want to be something else and right. loved. I mean, like, there's women who are more masculine and they still aren't boys. Right. <laughs> and that's not a new thing. No, it's not. Tomboys have existed for a long time. Like... But it's like why they need to like rebrand Joan of Arc, for example, right? right? As non-binary or as trans or whatever stupid thing. Even though Joan of Arc was clearly a woman and believed she was a woman, and you know, the, it's a whole thing. But it, it's frustrating because they don't want to see any nuance in no. how people live their lives. It's all, you know, must be a boy. Must be girl, <laughs> and and that's just not how it works. Right, exactly. So I, anyway, that's the last I ever want to see. I never want to see this guy's face again. I'm just disgusted by him. So um, should we? Do you? How far into Nikki Songus? Nikki Songus. Nikki, Nikki Haley. Haley. Do you want to go? Uh, I, what I found interesting to me is it took no time at all for her to be considered the biggest itch bay nazi racist in the world well yeah so so let's get to that but first i want to say that she shouldn't be running for president because this is a nothing campaign she has zero chance she's polling at three percent and she's one of the better ones who's polling in the low single digits right but there's no point to this this is purely a scam for consultants and fundraising people to get paid there's no... And possibly a VP gig for her. I mean, South Carolina. who's going to pick her as VP? South Carolina is a good state, too. But who's going to pick her as VP? Trump's not. Right. He basically forced her out of his administration. Uh, How about meatballs? I don't think he wants her. Do you? I don't know. I don't know what he wants, but she brings South Carolina. Nice Having a nice lock in Florida and South Carolina? I think she's a nothing. I think her time was a while ago. I think... I agree with you. I think... It, she's not, 
you know, her time was probably 2016, if any time. Mm-hmm. And that was too crowded a field anyway. I I just don't, like, get, I don't get what the point of her is. Like, who's clamoring for Nikki Haley, right? Like, like Mike Pence, I understand because neither DeSantis nor Trump is, like, the evangelical Christian conservative family values guy. Right. Right? Like, and and has those chops of being that. Right? So, like... I get what the point of Mike Pence is. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your lane? I, do, I don't understand what the Nikki Haley lane is. That's Whoa. not where she's not outdone by somebody else. Are you going for moderate establishment? Because Larry Hogan and Chris Nunu outdo right. you there. Well, I think that she's Are you trying going to. For- I think she's trying to um, hitch a ride with Mike Pence in, in the sense that they were. Former Trump. Former Trump. She never endorsed Trump ever. She was never, um, but she never really condemned him either. She's always been wishy-washy on him, which usually means for Trump people, that's enough to say sayonara. Or for anti-Trump people, it's enough to say, no, you're not You're not Larry Hogan. Larry Hogan actually was mean to Trump, and that's what we're looking for. Yeah, I so mean, so she the, makes no one happy. Right, exactly. Like Mike Pence, because Mike Pence is close enough to Trump that none of the people who hate Trump are on board with him, and... You know, but but at least he has like an appeal on his own. His I think own so. Step. I don't know how many other people think so. No, I I know that, but he pulls above her. I I just I don't get what. Who, the only people telling Nikki Haley right now that she should be running for president are people who want a job on her campaign to get paid for a year until she drops out. Right. Who else yes. is going like, you know who we need right oh, now? Oh, no, that's right. This you're right. moment you're right. in America demands Nikki Haley. No, you're right. There's no, no one is saying that who doesn't stand to personally benefit from it. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's no, there's, like, yes. I don't get no, it. No, this is consultants invoicing her. There's no doubt about that. But she, I mean, she's not stupid. She's been in politics for a while. She's got to be thinking, essentially, she's going to get paid to drop out. Yeah, with a, a new administration gig in the next administration, right. but like it's just such garbage. I yeah. I hate it. And and the like girl boss feminism crud. Like I'm so oh. over this. Oh, you're right like, about that. that the, is awful. Do you have that cut? That if you, if you kick back, whatever uh, it is, let me find. It's towards the it. end of our announcement it. video. Yeah, but I just hate this because it's like we've really done this, and like it was already way over when like Carly Fiorina was doing it. What's the California? The woman, is it Meg something? The Hewlett Packard one who did it before too? Meg Whitman? Um, is that her? Carly Fiorina? No, there's Carly Fiorina, but remember the Hewlett Packard lady who ran for like Senate or something in California? Like in the Tea Party years. Yeah, I forgot her name. It might be Meg something like Whitman. I don't remember. Anyway, but. Hold on. But yeah, towards hot. the end, but. Yeah, like th- this announcement video, I'm like, who is asking for this? Who thinks this is a good video or like the message that the Republican Party needs right now? And then for her to talk about the the Charleston shooting and how like she reacted in such a great way when like her reaction was to take down the Confederate flag, which is like, I'm not a Confederate flag person by any standard, but like the cultural moment we're in with the tearing down statues and whatever, like I don't... And this, these stupid symbolic gestures, like, why does she think that's where the Republican Party is? Agreed. Okay, so here's a, we'll get to the part mm-hmm. there where she's, uh, she mentions the girl power. think we can be bullied, kicked around. You should know this about me. I don't put up with bullies. And when you kick back, 
it hurts them more if you're wearing heels. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running <sighs> for president. So bad. Oh, it, and it's it's funny because she doesn't usually do that. She doesn't usually pander, gender pander like that. It looks so weak. It's there's something so weak about that. Like a guy, guys don't talk like that. They don't, and it it reveals to me. It reveals like this weird girl power. Uh, yeah. Girls can do anything better. Thing like, oh, okay, we'll give you a free bingo square. <laughs> then I guess there you go. I know. It's like the t- it's you know so you know painful. who doesn't say that? Like Christina Pushaw, right? And Coulter doesn't say that. I'm going to kick you in heels. She just destroys <laughs> you. She destroys people just being her. So I mean, I don't know. We could get into the. The view, all the, uh, well, we, I don't think we should make people upset with the view. Should we play it or no? I didn't hear the view stuff, so if you want to play it's a little oh, they're, of it. They're, okay, okay, I'll play a little bit of it. it. It's just, it's obviously they're they're dumb, but already, they've already made the decision. The the, mm-hmm. the directives have gone out that that Nikki Haley is a Nazi and a terrible human being, and they must be awful to her. It's already gone out, and they're saying, okay, well, that's fine. That's what we're doing. She is awful, and she must be treated badly and be rude to her at every possible step. And give me one second here. I'm almost there, almost there, mm-hmm. almost there. There we go. There we go. It's a little bit of a thread here, so let me get to the top one. They are not uh, pleased. Here's Whoopi. You know, since you have been asleep all this time and you just woke up, <laughs> you're just finding out that there are things about our country that are not perfect. And for us to Nikki pretend Hill. that it is and that nothing happened is ridiculous. So you're not saying anything new. She's angry. You of all people should know better because you used to actually have some sanity and knew right from wrong. Yes. And then you lost your mind and, and went in some new direction. So don't do that. Did she lose her mind? That's Newsbusters, by the way, in case they... Mm. Did she lose her mind? No. No. I mean, so she gets a lot of flack because she did sort of do the Never Trump stuff originally and then mark for the Trump administration. But also, by the left's rules, she ought to be a historic first. Right. Right? Because she's a South Asian woman Republican. Um. Is she an immigrant or are her parents immigrants? I don't even remember. I think like, she is. No, wait, she couldn't be because she can't run for president if she's if her parents must be immigrants, right? Um, but she's a first generation American South Asian woman or whatever. Right. Anyway, so but Politico writes this. A woman of color has been become the first prominent Republican to take on Trump. There's no doubt Nikki Haley, the daughter of Indian immigrants, is a trailblazer, but she's had a fraught relationship with race. So here you go. Already, she doesn't get to be a historic first. It's the day she announces they have this stuff ready. And this is why like people like her can't run, because she's too vulnerable to this type of criticism. She plays it too safe. She's Romney. Right. She's. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Romney and the binders full of women. It doesn't matter what Romney says about how he tried to hire a bunch of women in his company. He's still a sexist because he said binders full of women. It doesn't right. matter that she's the child of South Asian immigrants and a historic first and all this stuff. She's still a racist. Um, and they write in 2001, for example, Nikki Haley reportedly listed her race as white on her voter registration card. Oh reportedly. And never publicly explained why. She's also shown a willingness to embrace some of the dog whistles deployed by the current Republican Party. So wait a second. She embraces some of the metaphors. Some of the dog whistles. Right, but dog whistle is a metaphor for some vague thing that can be construed as being racist. Mm -hmm. Some weird um, um, meta message that comes out of a subliminal message. She She also, while as racist would, while campaigning for Herschel Walker, said that Raphael Warnock should be deported, which is apparently racist. Yeah, but I I don't understand. Back to the dog whistles. Mm Mm-hmm. This is one of the listed dog whistles. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Good. Okay, I see. This is what that it lists a... as one of the dog whistles. So she, she hates said... people who aren't white. Yeah. Okay. So good. she was, as she's campaigning for Herschel Walker. Right. Who is white. <laughs> In Georgia, she said that we should deport Raphael Warnock which, because he's weak on that border is, security. That is racist. So, okay. Just checking. Um, and. Let's see. What else did she do that's a dog whistle? I don't, that's the only dog whistle they list, actually. And she's been too close to Donald Trump. So right. there you go. But that's why we end up with people like Trump or people like Ron DeSantis who are not cowed by these types of accusations. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's why we can't have... These like centrist, play it safe, I'll criticize Trump when it's the thing to do to criticize Trump and I'll stand with Trump when it's the thing to do to stand with Trump and all that stuff. But to me, it just reemphasizes how Trump, the Trump wing of the party really is the establishment now. How many people who worked for Trump are now running or are about to announce they're running? Mike Pence, Mike Pompeo. You know, I mean, Trump endorsed Ronna McDaniel. Trump endorsed Kevin McCarthy. Like, yeah, you're the, right. The, Trumpism is no longer the anti-establishment of this party. You know, Trumpism is so embraced by the establishment wing because it won one time, right? That they're just like entrenched with that now. Even though, like, all the worst people in the party are all these like sort of walk the line be trumpy enough mm-hmm. embrace trump enough but not really i don't really believe any of it actually type of people and the best people i mean desantis well he was a, he had the trump ad to begin his first race with the kids all had trump hats and stuff i mean sure but he also he also distanced himself from Trump policy during the Trump administration, yeah. during COVID. 
Yeah, no doubt about that. So just to tell you how bad Nikki Haley has it in the bulwark today, there's a there's a bulwark. There's a um, article called Nikki Haley is the perfect Republican presidential candidate for 2015. Trump gets his first official challenge. No, paper, she's one of the Nikki people Haley Bill Crystal was pushing. She's a top tier contender in the 2024 Republican primary. She's a successful former governor from an important early primary state. She has an impressive personal backstory, solid foreign policy chops, and great candidate skills, too. This used to be an extremely attractive package for GOP primary voters. Used to be, but not anymore. And anyway, she goes on to get slammed by Bill Crystal's bulwark. Which is hysterical because she was one of the people Bill Crystal was trying to recruit to run against Trump in 2020. You're still a McMullen guy, right? <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is so insane and the party's so like flipped upside down and weird, but they are right. She was perfect back in like 2016 on paper. Like she's what everybody thought Scott Walker was going to be and Marco Rubio was going to be. She is of a different era yes. now. Yes, yes. She makes no sense for 2024. You know what? She'd be good, a good running mate for former Vice President Paul Ryan. Right. This year. Yeah, they're the same type of Republican. And, I mean, I I don't know, but like that, that there's no, no hunger for that in the Republican Party right now. Well... Correct. And, and unless she's got some kind of magic or the company, the country just yearns for a very vanilla project manager kind of person. <laughs> and I don't see it. I don't see it. I think that there are places in the country that like that. Like, that's why Massachusetts elects a Charlie Baker. But nationwide, that is a non, especially in the Republican Party, that's a non starter. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yes. I mean, there are some good things that Trump did. And one is. And the media has proved that if you nominate uh, Mitt Romney, a vanilla management guy, that they will absolutely wreck them over and over and over. And those type of people won't stand up for themselves. Yeah, I agree. And uh, and like it, it, people are sick of that. Yes. Including you and I. I mean, this is yeah. like, I mean, you can't have that. Can't lose that way again. And that's one thing Trump showed. I mean. You need. We need people who we can believe through the white hot heat of the hurricane, like uh, the Kavanaugh hearings, will stand resolute. Right. And Trump didn't flinch. Of course. And that was you know incredible. Romney would have flinched. Of course. President Larry Hogan is going to flinch. <laughs> More than flinch. God, I'm going to cry. Can't imagine that. Going to cry and then nominate like a leftist instead. <laughs> All right, Alice, we're moving along here. Yes, let's uh, move but, on. Because uh, so, Nikki Haley just bores me, honestly, at the end so of the day. I this is to, like a non-thing. I need to discuss something with you, Alice, because okay. this is something that has to do with us. You know that I love you, right? Yes. Do you think that I find you attractive? I do think that you do, yes. Okay. Do you want to be married to me forever? Yes. Okay. You need to know. I'm worried. What do I need to know? Do you have a new girlfriend? How do I put this? <laughs> She's not really new, but I've always, we've always had a You've thing. You've always had a thing? Yes. Okay. AOC? No. It's somebody you wanted to bring up tonight. Um... 
forgot who I wanted to bring up tonight. Corinne Jean-Pierre? No, somebody uh, regaling the fact that she doesn't have kids. Oh, Chelsea Handler? Yes. I'm sorry. I've always had a thing for <laughs> Chelsea Handler. And you don't like kids. You guys have that in common. Correct. That is correct. Um, and so, yes, I like her. I'm sorry. I find her attractive. And even when she's like pasty and boozy, I'm... I'm... You know that she's three years younger than me? Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Thankfully, me, healthy living, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Shall we hit Chelsea? You set this up. Sure. Baby. Yeah. So she posted this. I, well, I don't know if she posted this. This is a day in the life of a child. It's part of the Daily Show. But yeah, this is from the Daily Show, I guess. She's feeling in this week. Where she's uh, regaling us with how great her life is because she doesn't have kids. This is a day in the life of a childless woman. I wake up at 6 a.m. I remember that I have no kids to take to school, so I take an edible, masturbate, and go back to sleep. I wake up at 12.30 p.m. and get ready for a busy day of doing whatever the f*** I feel like. I put on my most impractical and stylish shoes since I won't be chasing a child around the grocery store. I go to my fave spot in Paris to grab a croissant. I do a meditation sesh on the plane since I have no screaming kids, allowing me all the time in the world to become enlightened. The weightlessness of my existence has granted me superhuman powers. I teleport myself back home. Then I get ready for a night out with whatever hot guy I met on Raya that morning. I call up a babysitter and tell her that I don't need her since I still don't have kids. Now it's time for a workout, so I hit Mount Everest for a quick climb. I invent a time machine, go back in time, and kill Hitler. Freeze, you bastard! It's amazing what you can do when you have this much free time. And that's a day in the life of a childless woman. All right, so, um, your thoughts? Uh, well, first of all, I mean, it's comedy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but it's not funny. It's at not, all. in this Alice, this is not just hitting your dead cold wall of <laughs> lack of humor. This is actually, this actually is not very funny. <laughs> it's not funny at all. It's not entertaining. The and like clearly, it gets increasingly absurd where she time travels to kill hitler or whatever but mm-hmm. it's not doesn't make you laugh which is i thought with the point of things like the daily show were right but but also i think the other thing is she's actually not doing any of these things of that she's not. talking about of maybe the not. edible and the other thing but other than that no she's there's not, nothing she's not it's not that i mean it's true though or she might be hooking up on dating apps Mm-hmm. with guys although your opportunities to do that and i know i assume you're still attracted to her at the current age that she is but like your opportunities to do that continue to decrease as you get older to d- hook up yeah on dating apps i know some well i don't know about dating apps i almost did alice almost i got so many great tips but my point should is should we have a trial separation for about a week but but I don't do anything. Yeah, only you don't you. do anything. We <laughs> know that you can hook up, Alice. You're attractive. I, 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 <laughs> you I, just want to see what else is out oh, there Lord. before you decide. Yes, okay. I deserve that. If our divorce I, should go through, I deserve you just that because you're check. obviously okay. you can, you'll land like a thousand finance bros in a weekend. That's you're not done. true. No. Yes, but, uh, there's a chance. Remember what? I, how many offers I got when we were broken up? Zero. I got zero. <laughs> no offer. Nobody wants to be with me romantically. <laughs> I do. 
I know that, but assuming that we were going to have a split, I need to I need to get on dating apps in in But I mean, I think the point is to me that first of all, that's not a realistic depiction and it's kind of a jokey unrealistic mm-hmm. depiction, even though like jokey is a strong word because it's not humorous at all. It's it's obviously supposed to be exaggerated, but it actually sucks being childless and continues to suck more as you get older for a variety of reasons, including the fact that you have no one to help you when you're old. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. And, well, and not, well, not only that, but a lot of these things that she's talking about, you can do and have kids. Yeah. Yeah, so you get to do the things. You get to go to Paris and you can have the kids. Or you get to go shoot Hitler and you can have kids. I mean, there's not none of these kids don't really get in the way of any of that stuff. Um, Including tonight, our podcast, for some reason. Where are... Where, they have their devices tonight. Where are my angels? Your little darlings that you love and always welcome there. Do you mind if I go check on them? Sure, go check. I mean, I just wiped him, so I know he's fine. So, yeah, I mean, I understand I understand this about kids because I don't like but kids. But don't you feel like there's something, just like we talked about earlier with like this like girl boss, like, yeah, I kick back in high heels, like weird feminine. There's this like weird gloating that sometimes yeah. childless people do that's like seems like it's overcompensating and seems really deeply unhappy wow. which is part of why this doesn't read as funny and i'm the first person like it's not that i think your life is meaningless if you don't have kids like there are people that don't have kids for a variety of reasons including that they can't a lot of times right and and it obviously you can lead a very fulfilling life regardless of whether you have kids or don't have kids there are ways to live a fulfilling life either way but there's something about this weird gloating thing that she's doing in this video that comes across like the girl boss feminism thing where it's only making you seem like you're actually unhappy and overcompensating. Totally agree. It's like when you get one of these 500 pound chicks in a bikini like twerking like she's hot. It's like, or, you know, a lot of times I find women love to post pictures of themselves without makeup and say no makeup face. And really what it is is they're soliciting. They're begging, please give me positive feedback. Please tell me that's mm-hmm. okay that what I'm saying. I need somebody to say yes. Like, yeah. I don't think a person who feels good about not having kids does a comedy bit like that. Uh, No. No, you just go about your life not having kids. Yeah, you know, once again, that is that is uh, fine. I was headed to not have kids, you know, 13 years ago. I was headed to, who knows what I was headed to. Um, but it, it's it's... It is a totally different. I can. But it's like weird that it comes across like this put down. Like, yeah, my life is so great because I don't have kids. Like, it feels like like you actually don't think it's not only that, that but it seems to me it's written by somebody who maybe it's written by Chelsea Handler, who actually has no idea what it's like to have kids. Like your your thought is not that I can't do an edible or like uh, a pleasure myself. Like those aren't those are there's a whole. That's one thing that, that that should be said. And, and once again, I don't want to piss anybody off who who has who doesn't have kids. But there's no way to know what it's like to have kids until you have kids. There is no way, no way. Mm-hmm. Babysitting is not quite the same thing. It's not. There's no way. Yeah. No. Visiting your niece and nephew is not the same thing. Correct. Like, Correct. It's just not. Having family as much is yeah. It's a totally different thing. Whether or not you always appreciate it or not. I mean, I would say that like my. Uh, a breakdown a couple of weeks ago. Like, I'm not a breakdown kind of guy. 
But it was like with the you know realization or the threat at that moment that all this would be ending, that it really destroyed me, mm-hmm. you know. And so it, it and it's true. It like I it, it was devastating to an to a depth that I had no idea even that there would be that that much. If you told me like a month ago that like that 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 would be it was just. But anyway, but. I mean, these things mean so much to you. When you have kids in a family, you're so tethered to them and and their feelings and this and that. And, you know, even if Alice does yell at a redhead when he comes in here and, and mm-hmm. asks him, um, what did you say? I said, can we you know, discuss said, who's said, the flamingo no, 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 you is said, later? No, you said, kindly, will you F off is what you said. <laughs> That's not what I said. That's what you said. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm with Chelsea Handler on this. Find her attractive. I also find the woman who is on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Who's that? The one who played the mom. Let's not go down this rabbit hole. The, the supple loved her. Okay. <sighs> you ready? Ready for what? I don't know. Is it time for the chat chat? I guess it kind of is time for the chat. Is it? Is chat, it not? Chat. I don't want to screw anybody. Oh, wait. It's, oh, we're, we're late. Okay. Okay. So, nothing we're forgetting, right? Someday we'll do that uh, Sesame story else. We're mm-hmm. not forgetting anything, right? I don't think so. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do your billboard. Um, this is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline uh, shot chat brought to you by Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce, which is a great hot sauce where you don't have to sacrifice heat for flavor. Uh, they also flavor it with sea salt for reduced sodium, and it's approved on the Wake and 180 weight loss program. You uh, can find it at Market Baskets, Big Wise, and, and they donate 5% of the proceeds to the Fallen Firefighters Foundation. It is the official hot sauce of the Burn Barrel podcast Um Nice read. Why are you looking, I'm looking at, at me your lips like that? Your lips look like plump and lovely. Thank you. You know what's the thing is that I t- tell me? <laughs> Dave in the chat says that Chelsea Handler fire wicked hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on one second. Hold on. Aren't, weren't you supposed to be using that time while I was doing the billboard to pull up the chat chat calls? Or no? Is that not how this works? I may need the the uh, episode after that. I'm so thrilled with that. Thoughts? Named after what? The Chelsea Handler Wicked Fire Hot Sauce. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's great. Okay, you ready? Ready. Hmm. I was just going to say that they said how fluffy and pretty your lips look. Mm-hmm. Is it like you give me good feedback on that? I tell people on women on social media that all the time and I'm only treated like a creep. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> You tell women on social media how fluffy their lips look? Yeah. Hmm. Right? I mean, I I don't know who wouldn't welcome that from you, honey. I do. Hi, Steve from Aramac. Hi, Steve. Just a correction. I may have to refer you to the new AP style book, but uh, these are not aliens. Aliens is a four-letter word now. I didn't know if you understood that. These are undocumented space invaders. (laughs) (laughs) What the frig is going on? Or demons. Alice, seriously, what is going on? What is going on with all these things? All these UFOs and stuff happening? I don't know. And train derailments and chemicals in the air. I don't know. Are we in the middle of a war? I don't think we're in a war, but I'm not Is it just my psychosomatic medication? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
Thanks to Levitra, I finally feel like I have my husband back. I no longer have to go to the market basket and pick up 20-year-old boys so and make true. them watch. Thanks, <laughs> Levitra. I'm now Wait. basking in oh, the glow of it all. Oh, and no longer do I say, that's enough. He's the one that says, that's enough. Thanks, Levitra. Wow, that's not a real ad, I don't think, right? I don't know. Are they basket? a sponsor? Alice. Alice. Um, with the prices. What is this? Yes. What does this represent? Three. <laughs> Three more bullets in the chamber. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say with the prices of that stuff nowadays, I would welcome them as a sponsor on trade. They gave me four bullets. <laughs> we used one yesterday. Three bullets left. Okay. We got to choose our spots. This is highly important. <laughs> okay. Highly but important. today's Valentine's Day. Oh, it is. Oh, by the way, just to let you know, I don't, just because I'm empty handed. Today. So am I. Um, we're not Valentine's Day people. We're not really. really. But I did go to a a brick and mortar today to pick up a present for you. And really? they were closed. They said closed for the season till February 12th. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I'm going to get it for you and you're going to like it. Do you know what it is? I don't know. Can you imagine? I can't imagine where you would be going for a present that would be closed until February 12th on February 14th. Yes. <laughs> it must not be a business that typically caters to Valentine's Day shopping. I would say you're probably right. I think it's probably <laughs> a business that is run by, I would assume, a woman whose husband probably has lots of money and the profit and loss about the business is not <laughs> important to them. Very happy to hear that the happy pills are working for Team Shattuck. Thank, Thank you. you. But I do have a question from last night's show. Yeah. Tom referenced a nuclear mushroom cloud. What type of cloud is that? Wait a second. Is he making fun of the way I t speak? Nuclear mushroom cloud? Is that not? I don't know. Was that drunk? We'll last have night? to we weren't take... drunk last night. No, right? we weren't no. drunk, but we'll have nuclear to... mushroom cloud. <laughs> you do sometimes talk un not clearly i i hear that uh, believe me i hear that and i think it's very unfortunate very, i think i'm just punch drunk i think i've probably had several strokes it's all his medications tim we can't blame him he yeah, just my shuffles and mumbles now my medicines now i saw some of the photos today oh wait a second he's got it hold on bastard hold on very happy to hear that the happy pills are working for team shattuck <laughs> but i do have a question from last night's show tom referenced a nuclear mushroom cloud <laughs> What type of cloud is that? I saw some of the photos today. It's a nuclear mushroom cloud. Alice, pills might be working a little too good. Anyway, enjoy. Alice, can you be honest with me for a second? Yes. Do I have brain damage? I don't know. Maybe. Have you just never told me? We just I just actually had you lobotomized. This is this why whenever we go to a concert, the, the, uh, the performer comes, <laughs> lets me come backstage to meet him? Yeah. I'll make a wish all the way down. Alice! Jesus. Hi. Steve from Aramac. Hi, Steve. Well, we're all very pleased that <laughs> the uh, level of connubial fulfillment has uh, reached its former highs in West Newbury. I don't believe a word of the afterglow comments. And if anything, the pillow talk consists of Alice saying, Tom, are you through yet? <laughs> Thank you. So, um, I don't think that was the case. I don't think I'm that was far the off case. From this morning. Oh, what the freak? What? What did you say? <laughs> Nothing. Did you just say not that far off from this morning? <laughs> Maybe. Alice. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> what is happening here? Is that not true? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, I need a rematch for this morning. I need a rematch. <sighs> Maybe there's kind of a hangover from it. Maybe there is. I don't know, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weird one. I don't want, I don't want to get into it, Alice. I mean, I wouldn't want us, to, I wouldn't want us to overshare. <laughs> Too late. Goodness. Okay. Uh, all right, you ready? Sure. You think this will start playing when I play it? No, I don't know. there's no way it will. If it would, I would like that though. Okay, here we go. Now I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get you. you can't beat me. I got you now. Here we go. Ready? You ready? You excited? So excited. Keeping up this morning? Alice, we're truly getting to the point where there's nothing off the table. Is there nothing off the table? I don't know. I think I was just asking. And <laughs> Trish says TMI, so I guess we're backing yes. off from oversharing. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Um, I will need the rematch, though. Okay. They were maneuvering or had any per- propulsion capabilities. Where, are you really playing John Kirby right now? I don't, know where, that is. I don't know where that is. <laughs> we're not. Where is that? We did, however. I don't know where that is. That their altitudes were considerably lower than the Chinese. <laughs> where is this happening from? And did pose a threat to civilian commercial air traffic. I don't. And while we have no specific reason oh. to suspect that they were conducting surveillance of any kind. <laughs> Soundboard versus Farago. There is a difference. Let me just tell you. You be quiet and you go. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to join us on Patreon, that's where the live streams and the live chats are. You can do that at patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can also, of course, uh, listen to the show or watch it for free. You can find all the places to listen at burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can also leave chat chat messages there. You can also email us burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com and find us on social media at burnbarrelpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast. C'est la vie Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.